Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to Lonely Fans. This is Emily, and I am driving to work right now. And, you know, I just wanted to tell the tale of how I continue to live in my high school history teacher's mind absolutely rent-free. And now you're probably wondering why. Well, you have to wonder no longer because I'm going to tell you. (laughs) That was a stupid intro. So, there I am. There There I am. There I was. My freshman year of high school. It's at the end of the year and it's time to pick... It's time to pick your classes for next year. Um, And, you know, I feel like the younger you are in high school, the less, like, choices you have for classes. It was mostly just, like, do you want to take advanced math or not advanced math? And the only option, or at least I I think the only option, at my time for an AP class, for taking an AP class sophomore year is AP European history. So I went to the meeting, um, to, you know, figure out if it was for me. And they had three different classes you could take as a sophomore. So just like regular, like world history, not like advanced. There was accelerated world history. And then there was AP Euro that you could take. And so after hearing all of my options, I thought, hmm, Taking accelerated world history makes the most sense because you can choose at the end of the year if you're going to take the AP test. So like, you know, if I'm taking the class and I'm not doing doing well, I don't have the same kind of like obligation to take the test because I'm not in the AP class. But like, basically you're doing the same work as the AP Euro class, except like a couple of assignments are dropped. So I'm like, hmm, why would I take AP Euro? and have to do all of the work when when I could take accelerated world history and do, like, most of the work. Now, listen, I don't usually think like this. Like, I don't think like this when it comes, when it, in terms of, like, my career and teaching. I'm not like, hmm, let's cut corners. (laughs) I mean, okay, sometimes it helps to not cut corners, but it helps to, like, make things easier. But, you know, keep in mind, I'm a, this is a sophomore high school class. Like, it's not that it's not that serious. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, thank you for that. Again. Nicki Minaj, thank you for the endless sound bites, honestly. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do accelerated. And then, because I'm not sure if this cl- how well I'm going to do in the class. So if I don't do as well, then it won't like weigh as heavily on me as if I was in AP Euro. But I, w- I do like history and I would like to take an accelerated version of it. Um, so I, I did. And, um, very quickly I realized that European history was kind of like my jam and I did really well in the class. And like, I say that with like, I'm like, I'm not, I, I really hope this doesn't come across as like cocky, but I'm just saying like, I consistently got the highest test scores in the class. Like I'm so like, I am just giving you the facts like, I, and when I say that, I mean it. I always got the highest score. So, <laughs> nerd. And so, as the year progressed, um, the world history AP Euro teacher got increasingly more upset that I hadn't taken the AP Euro class. And I was like, well, 
I was just, you know, I made my decision. I didn't realize that this was going to be my thing. It, trust me, trust me, it took a lot of time to study for these tests. And like, this was honestly a bigger time commitment than some of my college classes have been. Like, with peace and love, what are you doing? My redacted name of high school. What are you doing? Like, why are you giving high school students college work? Anyway, I mean, I, I realize it's an AP class, so that's like the whole point. But still, you know, let us live. We're 15, you know, let us live. Um, but yeah, I studied really hard and I spent a lot of time studying. So it wasn't just like, ha, I did well on this test and I didn't even have to study. Like, I worked really hard. I just happened to like have a really good study system down that I like did well on the test. Um, and then time for the AP test rolls or to sign up for the AP test rolls around. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing well in the class. I think I, I'm like pretty sure I'm going to pass this test. So I'm going to sign up. And somehow that made my teacher more upset. Um, you know, because he's like, oh, you're a freeloader. Like you don't have to do all the AP work, but you're still taking the test. I'm like, yes. Wasn't that the whole point of this class? Like, to take this class if you weren't sure how well you were going to do. I, like, I don't, I don't understand where the disconnect is. I don't want to, also, you're the AP Euro teacher. Why are you upset that I'm doing well in the class? Like, what? If, like, as a teacher, if, if all of my students do well on an assessment, that's when I say, wow, I taught this lesson really well and students understand it. But no. If you're like so focused on competition between students, which like let's be let's be completely let's be transparent. I did not feel emotionally safe in this classroom because everything was turned into a competition. And sometimes I'm competitive, but especially when like my personality was not developed yet, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to I was afraid of being wrong. So when we did like little little games and like competitions, I didn't think it was fun. I thought it was, like, emotional terrorism. (laughs) Okay, that that might be doing a lot. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't... I liked the material in the class. I didn't like going to this class. Because I didn't like the the classroom environment. If you catch my drift. It just... You know, it didn't click with my learning style. I don't really know why I was saying that or where I was going with that. Oh, just, like... I don't know. If you're a teacher, why would you get upset that everybody, or not that everybody's doing well, but like that somebody's doing well? I'm so, like that means that you're a good teacher most of the time. And in, in this case, it probably meant that I just like spent all my waking hours studying. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I took the AP Euro test and I got a five. No big deal. Um, but my teacher didn't know that yet because AP scores don't come out until the summer. Um, and so time came, the time came where a year later, we're deciding classes for our junior year. And this year, um, junior year is, uh, U.S. history. Now I felt a pretty big amount of pressure to sign up for a push for AP U.S. history. Both of my brothers had done it. Um, my AP Euro teacher was inviting me not so, uh, not so warmly to, to join the class, um, you know, because not taking an advanced course and, like, breaking my back for, like, high school credit 
is like the eighth deadly sin, you know? Um, but, and also I had a lot of friends who were a year older than me that took that class. And so I felt a lot of, and also keep in mind when I say I lived in this teacher's head rent free, he would complain about me to all the other AP Euro classes and be like, dang, I like, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating because I had friends in all the other class periods and they would tell me like, oh, Mr. Redacted was talking about you today and was like, why didn't she join AP Euro? I'm like, why are, why are you so obsessed with me? I was just like, dude, I, it's literally, calm down. It's literally a high school course. Chill. Daddy chill. Um, and so, you know, after much deliberation and consideration, and keep in mind, I was like, you know what? I am going to learn from other people's mistakes instead of making the mistake myself. Because keep in mind, I was really involved in the drama program. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be a junior. I'm probably going to start getting like slightly bigger parts and that are going to take more of my time. And I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, dang, I see all of my friends in drama who are a year older than me. And right around the time the spring musical came, came around was when they had to start grinding for the AP US history test. And I saw their misery and just how like stressed they were and how they, how little sleep they got. And I said, why would I put myself through that? And so I said, you know what? I'm going to take regular U.S. history and not bend over backwards to get like one measly college credit. And you know what? To this day, I think that was the best decision I ever made. But my history teacher did not think the same thing <clears throat> because if you wanted to take AP U.S. history, you had to get this paper signed by your current history teacher just saying that like, it was good, a good fit for you and that you'd be able to do all the work. And so he's going around class and signing people's papers. And I don't have a paper because I, I don't need a permission slip just to take regular U.S. history. And he goes, like, where's your paper? And I was like, don't have one. <laughs> and he was like, What? And I said, let's talk about this after class. And as soon as the bell rang, I was out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't owe you anything. Like, I understand. I understand you wanting me to take this AP class. But at the end of the day, it's my decision. And I'm the one that's going to have to do the work. Anyway, but the best. Okay. And then my, and then my AP test score came out and he saw it. And apparently he continued to complain about me because I had friends a year younger than me who took AP Euro with him and would tell me what he was saying. Um, and I think he stopped name dropping me. He just said there was a student in accelerated world history, but like, let's be honest. My friends knew it was me. Um, and so the best part, like this is the biggest impact I think I've ever had on the world. They got rid of the accelerated world history course. And I'm not saying it's because of me and that he was pissed that I was able to like take that course and still pass the AP test, which again, I don't understand, but yeah, that class no longer exists. You have to take regular world history or AP Euro. <laughs> and I, I think that I had a big influence on that because it just pissed him off so much. Like fan behavior, fan behavior. He's, you know what? I would not be surprised if he was still talking about me in passing. It's, he's a fan. He's just say you're a stan and go. 
All right, I gotta go into work, but I feel like I had something else that I want to talk about in high school, but I'll think of it during school and I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay, but I'm not done. <laughs> I'm back. It's also like a day later, but I'm back and I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm on the same wavelength as I, I was the morning I recorded that first part. So, okay, how do I say this? First of all, Tori, if you're listening, I don't, you know, I do not know. What the heck? Okay, I'm just driving over a bump. I had to make sure it wasn't a body. <laughs> um, oh my um, Tori, if you're listening with peace and love. <laughs> okay, okay, okay she, you have no idea where this is going. It's not bad. Okay, let, let's just, okay. So we were talking about AP Euro, right? So in my high school, we had to do something called the sophomore project, where basically you had to pick a world issue um, and like do community service hours that were like related to the issue and write a whole research report and find a bunch of news articles. It was just this whole thing. Actually, like looking back, like it kind of sucked. But looking back, I kind of liked doing it like a little bit. Like I thought it maybe it wasn't fun, but it was meaningful and it gave me something to talk about on uh like college admissions, which is honestly a, what I think that's a big reason why they do it. Which is smart, you know. Um so one of our assignments was we had to write a poem. And so my my world issue that I chose was illiteracy. Um, cause I really wanted to volunteer at a library and like work with kids. Um, and oh, freak, I can't remember if I turn here or not. No, I think it's the next one. <laughs> and so I wrote this, in my opinion, beautiful poem. And, uh, it's, it's it, the, let me paint you the picture. There's this boy. He's wandering up and down the aisles of a library and the poem goes on to describe, you know, different, different books, you know, a magical world where an orphan boy could be recognized for who he truly was, you know, <laughs> a princess who is placed in a bachelor type situation. Wait, I said that wrong. Who's trying. To, okay. It's, it's about the selection series. Okay. If you, if you know, you know, okay. It's like the bachelor, but it's, it's, women trying like applying to be um the prince's wife you, you know what i'm saying i'm saying that really why can't i talk okay anyway so i i paint the picture of all these you know beautiful pieces of classic pieces of literature and at the end i said all the allusions which you know allusions like literary allusions like like referencing other literary works okay i think i'm good to go except this guy needs to walk a little faster (laughs) okay um and so i said all the illusions were just illusions for he simply could not read now did i think this poem deserved a, a reward absolutely i'm not even gonna lie i spent i was proud of it oh shoot i missed the turn after all that no it's okay i didn't miss it i just have to go around um, after all that hard work I put into it, I was really proud. I mean, let's be, let's be real here. Most of the kids, the other kids who, you know, everybody had to write a poem. Most of the other kids didn't really care. They just kind of like put together something that rhymed so they would get credit for the, the assignment. But I put my heart and soul into that. Now, 
maybe I shouldn't have said her name. Okay, if you, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll take her name out of the episode. Redacted. One of my friends, whose name is Redacted, um, she did her, her sophomore project on child abuse. Um, and you know, we were we were talking one day, and she's like, Emily, I'm, I'm really having a hard time, like, coming up with what to write for for my poem. And so I was like, you know what? Let me think about it because. You know, if there was one thing I had confidence in in high school, it was my writing. <laughs> you know, I had that and the one time my director in drama didn't tell me what I was doing wrong. You know, a, a sip of water in the Sahara. And so I come back with this brilliant, and, and what I think, I don't know, it's, a, it's not brilliant, it's a good idea. And I was like, okay, picture this. So it's child abuse, right? Which is, you know, a deep topic serious topic um and I was like well what if you like well okay okay so so I (laughs) maybe okay I need to so I I was like okay children I'm thinking like Crayola you know colors vibrant bright but then you think of like abuse and it's like dark and evil so I was like what if you had a rainbow theme where you named every color of the rainbow but then, like, related it to some, like, aspect of the trigger warning, the abuse the child goes through. I'm not, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm, I, like, I don't know how to say this. Uh, you know, if you don't want to listen about child abuse, you probably should not listen to the rest of this. Um, so, okay, I still remember the opening line to this day to this day because I was so proud of it so it started out it's from a kid's point of view and it says I painted a rainbow in school today with colors so pretty and bright but all of those colors fade to gray when daddy comes home at night I'm sorry I'm sorry bars I don't always have bars but when I do I I recognize it Um, and then the whole rest of the poem was like going through the colors of the rainbow, like red, the color of, you know, like my blood, etc. And then it's like orange, yellow, the color of my bruises once they heal, you know, blue, the color of my teddy bear that I hold on to at night, you know, it's really sad. I'm not, I feel like the way I'm talking about it sounds like I'm making light of it. I'm I really am not. That's not my goal. Um, but yeah, so I basically I didn't I didn't write it word for word for my friend but she used that opening line and the colors which is like I wanted her to so I'm not like upset at her at all for using it but she won an award for it (laughs) it's again I'm not angry that she won an award for it I'm like I'm just like why didn't my like she was just like oh cool an award I, I mean I'm sure she was very proud of it and she you know deserved it she did great work on her project but I was like ah! you know um you know I I, I I felt an inkling of what it must have felt like to be Beyonce in the audience of the 2008 VMAs when you know Kanye said the famous words yo Taylor I'm happy for you and I'm gonna let you finish but Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time now I'm not saying that I had one of the greatest poems of all time I am saying that perhaps I did not receive the recognition I deserved and 
the recognition, <laughs> that's not a good comparison, actually. That was dumb. Never mind. Okay, I literally have been driving around in circles looking for a parking spot, and I cannot find a, like, not even, like, a parallel park, like, you know, epic, like, woman fail moment, you know, like, Olivia Rodrigo moment. It's just, like, no, there's nothing. Yeah, no, this guy's trying to park here. That's not gonna work, sir. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna have to, like, park across the street. Good thing I, like, started driving here early. This is actually ridiculous. I literally hate it here. Like, not a day goes by when I am not just, like, raging about the Provo parking situation. Like, it's absolutely abysmal. It's like... You'd think after, like, I don't know, being a college town for, like, so long that, I don't know, you'd build some underground parking. Build a parking... Oh, here I go. Here we go. I got one. Build a parking garage. But, like, look, I got a parking spot, but it's, like, I, I do have to walk a little bit. It's not that bad. But sometimes it has been late at night, snowing. I can't find a parking spot. I'm just trying to, like, you know... Uh, there's no there's no spot in the parking lot of my oh shoot I can't park here because that's a freaking drop wait no 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 yeah no this is good I hope I won't I won't I'm not parking here overnight it's not like okay I didn't set myself up very well and I'm backing up into trash cans so if I hit them I'm sorry um. I, don't, I actually don't know if I have enough room to pull this off. Um, like, come on. Come on. Like, yeah, it would be like the middle of the night. I'm coming home. It's snowing. Like, I have to park like blocks away. Ju- okay, if they can get. If they can get into their driveway, I'm calling it good. I literally. They. Who put, first of all, who puts their trash cans like that? I mean, I know that's what you're supposed No, I was going to say, if trash was getting picked up, I wouldn't park here. But trash only gets picked up in the morning. Right? Well, if they have to pick up this trash, I'm screwed. They actually probably won't get it picked up. It's, no, it's 8 o'clock at night. What? No, that doesn't happen. Okay. Well, anyway, sorry for raging. Um, I hope you enjoyed my little spiel about my sophomore year of high school and how I literally live in this man's, in this like middle, not middle-aged, in this adult man's head rent-free after all these years. Um, hmm. um, you know, if you are listening, <laughs> to, to this teacher, if you are listening, um, next time just ask for my autograph. No, but it, but in all reality, if you are listening, which there's like a 0% chance of, it, it's not that deep. I just kind of really didn't like your class and your attitude towards me. And I really didn't appreciate that you were talking about me to literally every other class, but it's fine. Um, I have to be the bigger person in this situation. Um, hmm.